see you there. <laughs> uh, how are you? I'm good. Welcome to Three Funny Ladies. Welcome. That's Joe Bailey. Um, That's Susan Jake Oaks. Hi, hi, hi. Hi, everybody. Uh, hi. How are you today? Good. Good, good, good. We have power. Knock uh, on laminate. Yep. I was going to ask you if you, we had some bad storms come through yesterday. We had some real bad storms. A lot of people out of power. So hopefully A lot of people. we maintain... We maintain. Sometimes that's all you can do. It's just Sometimes. keep the status quo. That's right. Not to quote High School Musical or anything. Oh, God. <laughs> but we got to keep to the status quo. You you do. You do. And you al- always should be quoting High School Musical, quite frankly. Always. Always. Always and forever. So what's been happening? Not I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. I know, but we have. Uh, yeah, it's been, you know, four or five days or so, but yeah, it feels uh, longer. Yeah, no, nothing. Just trying, just hoping for this heat wave to end. I cannot take it any longer. Oh, yeah. And you're not ventilated in your house. Are we are not ventilated. <laughs> you're not artificially ventilated. And yeah, so fans. Yeah, I mean, if I had central air, it'd be a different story. Because I don't leave my house, so then it wouldn't matter to me. Right. So we could say that you're keeping cool from OnlyFans. Yes. Correct. Do you fucking get it? OnlyFans? Okay. <laughs> okay. Am I right or what? I need I need a shtick for OnlyFans. A shtick? Yeah, a shtick. I'm not going to be naked on it. Oh, I, I see what you mean. Right. For when you start your OnlyFans. When I start my OnlyFans. Maybe I'll just, um, I don't know, something weird. Like just stare at the camera. Oh, that's good. Or you could like eat and cry. Oh, I bet you there's some sick fucks that get off on that. Yeah, I bet there's a market for it. There's a market for everything. Yeah. Yeah. You could or eat play like, with a, like a whole sheet figures. cake. Ooh, ah! While you're playing with action figures yeah. and crying. Oh my God. It could be like a whole birthday scenario. It's the triple crown of OnlyFans. <laughs> that's what it could be. Okay, because every day someone has a birthday, right? So it could be like a birthday party every day, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I just sit there and um, I'll sing happy birthday. I'll present a cake like it's going to the watcher. Right. 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 And then we'll blow out the candles and then we'll just um, then it'll just be like ambient party sound in the background and me turning to the camera every once in a while, like nodding, like. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, that's my idea. No one take it. TM, 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 TM. Tim, 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 But this is a, uh, this is a wee pod, right? It is, but uh, we do have an email. We do? Yeah. And why don't you take it? Because I also got a text separate from this. Oh my God. Okay. Well, just so, hold. hold, please. Because if we, um, you know, if we put this off till next time, this is going to be horribly outdated. Well, what isn't anymore? Am I right? You are right. <laughs> oh my. Hold on. What is While you're first? pulling that up, I'm going to share some news. We have we have more news. So last week, uh, we discovered that we were number 46 on the Thailand charts. That's right. That's right. Well, everyone, bad news. We have slid to 108. We have. In Thailand. However, there's also a plus side to this. Okay. We're number 33 in Greece. Greece. So we, we, we've charted higher in Greece than we did in Thailand. So Greece is the word. 
<laughs> I also love their food. Yeah. I like it better than the Thai food. So do I. I so, feel like, oh no, because we talked extensively about Thai food when they were our favorite. Mm-hmm. But now that we've switched gears, because we're fair weather friends, by the way. That's um, right. now, now that we've switched gears. So yes. next week will be, I don't know, Bangladesh. I don't know. We'll see how Who it knows? goes. And then we'll have to have that food. What is Bangla- Bangladeshi food? I, I, I don't know. Ch- okay. Chicken? Well, we'll ha- I think everything is just chicken. I think chicken is an international delight. Type. Delight. It is. It is. Um, also, I just want to say real quick that our rating on the iTunes uh, keeps sliding down. <laughs> so now we're at a 4.1. And what is, oh God, what is the best? Five. Oh, whew, well, it's not, hey, silver lining, the best yeah. isn't 10. But our, no, no, but our one, our one star ratings that come with no reviews keeps growing. So. Okay. So listen up, listen, listen. If you're good, we've said it before, we'll say it again. And those people probably don't even fucking listen to it anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if you are listening and you want to leave a one star review, that's great. You do you. Everybody has their own opinion. Tell us why, you fucking cowards. Yeah, we're in the theater. You think we haven't gotten bad reviews before? Well, I think had again. people shit on me for an entire review when clearly it was very personal and had nothing to do with the performance. This ain't new, sweetheart. <laughs> Yeah, this ain't our first time at the rodeo. So, or our first tell rodeo. us why, because if it's something that we can fix, maybe we'll think about it. And it, maybe, if it's, you know, our general personalities, then we can't fix those. But we can't fix those because you're wrong, because we're a goddamn delight. <laughs> we're a goddamn delight. If it's the swearing, well, well, then find somebody else, because I'm not stopping. That's right. Fuck off. F- fuck, <laughs> fuck right off. Is it because you hate women? Oh, probably. And Probably. Case. Probably. End case. Oh, maybe maybe it's like false advertising. Maybe they're confused. Maybe they, maybe they do think it. like Julie Roberts is on this episode. Oh, yes. Yep. And yes. then they're like, oh, well, then one star because she's not even in it, bitch. Right. Do they think that we're just interviewing these people? Do you think we're pulling a hoax? Who do they think we are? We don't know who, any of these people. Who do they think they are? What do they think they are to just expect Julia Roberts? Right. What? Like she's going to come on this podcast? Right. I mean, you know, we haven't reached out or anything, but we don't even know how. Right. Exactly. So, so you know adjust your expectations. Correct. Exactly. So we got an email from so, Joel. <laughs> so let's read this email. It says, hi, I had been slacking and had to catch up on a couple episodes. First off, I didn't really know who Kristen Bell was. So thank you for introducing me to her work. I'll check it out. Lovely. But I was completely traumatized, traumatized by the cranch discussion. Ew. I don't even do ketchup. That's just failed hot sauce. (laughs) (laughs) And I know Joe and I are sometimes positive and negative magnets when it comes to movies and such, but don't you come for Tony Shalhoub. He's a national treasure. Oh boy. (laughs) His work in big night is stunningly good. Love you both, Joel. Uh, All right. I will give you big night because that movie is fantastic. Yes, it is. Who who else is in it? Oh God. Uh, Stone Stone Stoney Tucci. I thought you were Stanley Tucci. Stone Cold Steve Austin and Stone Phillips are both in it. Stone Phillips took a hiatus from Dateline in the mid in the early two thousands. Whatever happened to Stone Phillips? Isn't he still on there? No. No. 
He must have not been that great because I didn't even notice his absence. Sorry, yeah. Stone. He's been gone for a long time. Because now it's, you know, the king of Dateline, Keith. Keith. Who Morrison. is now a character of himself. Right. And then Josh Mankiewicz, who I love. Yes, I and love him. Andrea well. Canning, who I've grown to love. At first, you know, it's other people's love it love of her that made me love her. Yeah. Does that I make used sense? To, she was at the very bottom of this list. Right. Which now the very bottom is Dennis Murphy, who has always been close to or at the bottom of the list. You know, you know. And now they have Natalie Morales. And here's here's one. I need to say this real quick and then we can move on. Okay. Like, I resent her being on. (laughs) And it's so stupid. Okay. But I'm like, who are you? The four of them do just fine without you. We don't need you, Natalie Morales. But she came from the, she was part of the Dateline family already. Was she? Yes. Yes. Because she came from the, you know, like the Dateline on ID or the oh, Dateline yeah. on this. She's on, so yeah. she was like the whole, like she would, you know, I'm going to set up the, I'm going to set up this episode. and then <laughs> For no reason. Smack, right. Which is really dumb. Because we don't I'm going to smack yeah. it home. I'm going to smack it home. <laughs> That's what I'm so going to do. Kind of, she was she was on the ladder. She was on the ladder. All right. Well, I still um, don't like but her. But Maureen Ma, at least she's not Maureen Maher. Oh, boy. Let's talk about 48 Hours. First of all, whoever works on 48 Hours has to have the double M name. Correct. Because um, there's also Michelle Monaghan or whatever her name is. Sure. And Maureen Maher. Yes. And that's really all I have to Who's say. Who's really into leather boleros. She and really is. Really yeah. is. Yeah. I mean, I can't pull them off. Um, but I don't think anyone outside of the nineties should be trying to pull them off. Do you yeah, know what I'm saying? I think you're right. I yeah. totally think that you've got it going on. But you know who I like less than her is the blonde. What is her name? I don't I'm not that so well versed in 48 hours to know. Dateline that. is superior. It really is. Dateline is superior. But then they started doing that thing with 48 hours, or was it Dateline? No, it was 48 hours. Where did they go hostless? Oh, that's got to be 48 hours. Yeah, and then they just, they just go into the story and you're like, yes, that's 48 hours. Yeah. They have the correspondent, but there's no host. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. A, like a Lester Holt. Well, no, no, no. They don't even have a correspondent. They no, just that's talk. What, oh, huh? well, the one that I watched, well, it's been a rerun the past few weeks because of the Olympics, but because the one I watched last week or the week before had that older gentleman whose name is escaping me. Yes, Scott. yes, yes. But um, they have, and maybe they've gone back to their original format because it was very jarring. They would just have the person speaking about it. That's I don't care for that. I don't care. It was very jarring. I need That's, a I need a mediator. I, yeah, I need I need a I need I need a steward of this ship. Yep. Yeah, I need a ho- I need a like a gateway. Uh, yeah. A how many? However person. many different ways we can say this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need a vessel for the true crime. Just don't serve it up. <laughs> Um, I also got a text this week from our friend Richard. Okay. Uh, so first of all, he, the first text that he sends me just says, hi, dear Joe. And so, of course, I think something terrible is coming. Right. Like, I'm, I'm bracing myself for the horribleness that's about to come. Well, yes. Then he says, as someone who abhors the Gilmore Girls, I love the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I think you should give it a shot. Also, Tony Shalhoub is hilarious in it. See, you don't, he's one of those guys. You don't come for the Tony Shalhoub. So, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to dip my toe into the magical Mrs. Marvelov because 
Joe's, I'm not. So Joe's, you have fun with that. Well, I'll let you know how I how I feel about it. Joe is gone this weekend camping. Uh, so maybe I will I will try it out this weekend. Yeah, you let me know how it goes. I have no interest whatsoever. So. I will let you know. All right. So bitch of rest. Let's get into it. At hand. Is uh not Busey Phillips, but Busy Phillips. <laughs> Gary Busey Phillips. Uh, Gary Busey Phillips. And this will only hurt a little. Her book. How do what was your overall feeling about it? I thought that it was okay. 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 Uh, I I was not expecting straight up autobiography. Okay. I was expecting more along the lines of the Casey Wilson book. Sure, sure, sure. Because Busey Phillips is, you know, 40. And so I was like, who writes an autobiography at 40? I know people do. Sure. But I just wasn't expecting it. So I thought it was okay. I what well, before I get into particulars, uh, what did you think? I liked it better than I thought I would. I enjoyed her blistering candor about certain people. I enjoyed mm-hmm. that. You know, Casey Wilson's was funnier and lighter. Um, and and busy f- the voice, that vocal fry hurt me it hurt me yeah see i actually i read it so i didn't listen to it okay yeah i listened to it and it and it hurt quite a bit but yes i can imagine i can imagine that that would be the case yeah i also that was my big initial takeaway was you know she had very strong not very nice things to say about james franco mm-hmm. and chad michael murray but mm-hmm. then that sort of turned around a little bit Mm-hmm. Um, Steve Levitan, who created Modern Family. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, this all feels like a pattern to me. Like, and I, I mean, I get it that white men are not super awesome all the time. I don't know. And then like, it's, I felt this could be wrong, but like the only real lady that she had a problem with was her husband's ex fiance slash writing partner. Yes. And then that just felt petty to me. And then it felt like she had a little problem with Lizzie Kaplan, who was great friends with her husband. Mm-hmm. And then that felt petty to me. And so, like, I don't know. I don't know. Listen, the one thing I took away is that this woman's a hot. She is a hot mess. She's a hot mess. But she owns that she's a hot mess. And yeah, so I kind of true. enjoy that. And I think... Um, the, oh God, the problem I had was there's so many red flags with her husband that it's, it's scary to me. Like he sounds like a complete and utter douche canoe. What, husband. Like, what makes you like, say that? cause she had decided one of the stories was the birth of her first daughter and she had decided to go, uh, epidural and she then, you know, the pain kicked in. And so then she was begging for an epidural and he said, um, you know, you can do it however you want. And then he leaned down and whispered to her, but if you get an epidural, everyone will think you're a quitter. And that's fucking gross. See, I thought I took that as being like, you'll have to admit that you were wrong. And? I mean. Okay. No, I'm not, I'm not defending him at all. Because I think 
if the drugs are there for you and you're in that much pain, take the fucking drugs. Exactly. I just think it's one of those. It's one of those situations where there is no time for like, I get like, if you are passionate about not wanting an epidural, right? Cause some people, I, 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 I did pregnancy the way I did the rest of my life. Uh, whatever, whatever, you know, it'll have, whatever happens. <laughs> um, so I wasn't really passionate uh, about anything. I just wanted to live through it and I wanted her to live through it and everybody be good. But some people are very, 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 very passionate about how they do their birth. And that's great. I have, from hearing so many stories, I have taken away that the more passionate you are one way or the other, just know it's not going to work out that way for you. Um, So I understand being very passionate about it and then having your partner remind you of how passionate you are and saying, like, you can do that. I just, the way he said it was very, like, that's not the time to say it that way. I personally did not feel. I don't know. I don't like him. I just don't like him. Well, that's okay. I was surprised to find out that he was a writer because I just through Instagram, for some reason, I thought that he was a chef and I don't know why. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, he must have been a writer before he was a chef. And I'm like, oh, he was never a chef. Uh, and always it has been a writer. And that also illustrated to me why Michelle Williams is in I Feel Pretty because he wrote it oh okay i have not seen that movie and she's because, very good i mean she's very good in it because she's very good in everything that she's in right right but, right uh yeah can we explain her presence in venom oh she's in venom yes oh i did i'm like that. really michelle what is happening I guess maybe um, she had the paycheck so yeah i mean um if you are a fan of hers, I would recommend it. It's not like Casey Williams. It's not essays so much. It is more autobiographical. Or Casey Wilson, even. What the fuck did I just say? Casey Williams. Who the fuck is that? I don't know. I, maybe they wrote a book that you read a while ago. You know what? But they probably did. <laughs> <laughs> and she, I, I, first of all, did not know she had anything to do with Blades of Glory. I did not remember that either. But I, I mean, guess I had to have known wanted. it at some point because I've seen that movie like 700 times. Mm-hmm. Um, so I must have, if she has a story credit credit in the film, like in the actual film, she but does. I did not remember. And that, that whole story fucking incensed me. And see, this is the thing too. Me too. Absolutely. And But then it's like, this is the thing that is so astounding to me. Because through all that bullshit, and then she still tried to get back together with him. Right. That was it. I'm like, he's a fucking asshole. Yes. You did, you actually did something with forethought and registered your idea so that they couldn't fuck you over. Well, completely fuck you over. But then you try to take it. What the, she's a hot mess. Yeah. The woman's a hot mess. That Every is... M- weird i'm sorry go ahead no 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 it reminded me of years and years and years ago i read mia farrow's autobiography and she wrote about when she found the polaroids that woody allen had taken of soon yi right in their apartment um and so and then confronted him and that all came out and then she was still going to make manhattan murder mystery after all of that right i was like what like i don't like it, it was equated both of these things with me. Mm-hmm. Like someone does something so terrible to you 
that, but then you're willing to set aside any ounce of self-respect or whatever right. it is. Like what? To be so, like, yeah, uh, don't cast. I would aside. think that you probably haven't read the book, so we should fill them in on what the story is. So she came up with the idea for Blades of Glory with her uh, at the time boyfriend, and they just riffed about it and they loved it. And then he was like, "Can you know my brother write it with us?" And she was kind of like. Uh, okay and then when she was off like working and stuff these two brothers basically wrote a whole outline for it and long story short kicked her out of the process even though the whole storyline was her idea not and that wasn't the worst part the worst part was the fucking gaslighting and how they treated her afterwards. Don't be so selfish. Don't just think of yourself because they didn't have anything going for them. And guess what, boys? You still don't because I they looked up don't. your names I and you haven't too. done jack shit since. Yeah. So yeah. you stole a woman's idea, kicked her off the project, wrote it, and then didn't do jack shit since. So go yeah. fuck yourselves. Yeah. And go fuck her for saying, oh, you fucked me over. Let's get back together. Like, exactly. honey, what the- You're basic. Yeah, basic. So that, yes, that was very infuriating. That whole uh, trying to get back together with him. I was like, seriously, dude? The the story about um, Heath Ledger. I wanted to say Kiefer Sutherland. No, no. And hearing about how nice he was Mm -hmm. and how she would go to parties with him and Michelle Williams and people would try to like give their drink orders to her <laughs> and he would be like she's our friend she's not our sister that's terrible he did not she's our friend she's our friend that that's not that's my heat pleasure, pleasure oh my god Uncanny. i'm currently having a stroke right <laughs> it's like i'm talking to him right now <laughs> can you just hear i'm the ghost of heath ledger <laughs> oh my god that's that's terrible um i I did find her stories about hollywood refreshing because she pulls no punches Uh, the whole thing about the weight um how women are generally treated how men always 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 get favored for everything Mm -hmm. um i really enjoyed her candor about her financial problems how she had they had no fucking money and her house got foreclosed or was it almost foreclosed on i really thought that was because i often think that i'm like do these people who live in hollywood and work in hollywood just like how do they how do they do their money if you're not working all the time, you know what I'm, I mean? Like, I'm sorry, excuse me. How do you do How do you money? do your money? <laughs> and that answered the question, like, sometimes you just don't because you just don't have the money. Yeah, I think a lot of, because, um, like, this is going to be a weird transition, but Frankie Muniz, um, people come for him on the Twitter and the, and the socials and stuff. And he said, I've re- I retired at the age 20 something. I'm a millionaire. Go fuck yourself. And it's like, good for you, Frankie Muniz. <laughs> And I think it's because a lot of the money, unless you're on a show like Friends or something like that, but even more on a show like Friends, because they showed a million times a day, the money is in the residuals. If you can get it to syndication, you're going to be fucking rich. Yeah. And if you negotiate it well. And And if you negotiate it. She's never really had that big thing. Because I want to say her biggest thing was Cougar Town. Yep. 
but then cult related cult related jesus grace um i think her best show probably according to people's freaks and geeks yeah absolutely and contrary to what she wrote in the book i did watch freaks and geeks live at the time that it was airing in 1999 i did not have you ever seen it i tried to get into it i um it's one of those things i (laughs) don't Jason Siegel is a big dumb dope to me, and um, yeah, I cu- I couldn't get into it. I just love it, and set in Michigan. Oh, it is, isn't it? Yeah, I did read with growing anxiousness and trepidation as we are nearing her Dawson's Creek days. Oh yeah, and I was like, oh, but then she didn't write about her going away party that I was at. Oh my. Um, because I just couldn't wrote, remember when the timeline was when you knew her. Yeah, it was post Freaks, and it was yeah, it was when she was getting onto Dawson's Creek because she had to move. Yeah, she went to North Carolina. That whole thing was interesting too. And James Vanderbeek, what did he say? Something about you're so lucky you haven't had a show go. Yes, for you're this so long. lucky your show got canceled in its first season. It's so Excuse interesting, me, Mr. Vanderbeek. But it's so interesting to think that these people. I mean, we all do it, right? We all hate, not always, but hate what we have sometimes. And just this thought that he's on this hit fucking TV show that's made him a household name. Right. And he's just saying to her, like, you're so lucky that you're so lucky. I hate these people. I can't, I can't get. And, and the thought that (laughs) Katie Holmes was this, well, they're just going to cut to Katie anyway. It doesn't matter if you know your lines. They're just going to cut. It's like Katie Holmes. And then to have Michelle Williams be the most legitimate, um, great actress from that place. And then Katie Holmes, you know, got embroiled in all the Tom cruisiness of it all. So she's yeah. not allowed to do fuck all with her life, I'm sure. Because, you know, she signed a eternity fucking contract with the sea org <laughs> that you can't go back on because those are real <laughs> um and where the fuck is vanderbeek you know what i'm saying yeah he's kind of disappeared but yes uh, i was gonna say something about dawson's creek oh the fact that then she was not even written into the finale i thought was just so right? sad right yeah you know when you watch those type of shows and someone seems so you know ingrained in it and then they they're not in the finale and you're like but i want to know how that one's per that one person feels about all of this <laughs> like when they were going to do the reunion shoot for people magazine she's like wait what yeah <laughs> you, do you really you want, want me there, there? <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't in the finale but okay <laughs> and i and and god bless her i feel bad saying this but she was probably there because of her friendship to michelle williams yeah and I do really enjoy their friendship, how they're always at, whenever Michelle's oh, nominated for something, they're always there together. It's so cute. And they just seem so fucking different. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, Busy Philip seems like someone that Michelle Williams could not tolerate. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just so cute. And obviously, they're both very good people. To, to When you look at their friendship, you can say, those are two really good people yeah because of how much they love each other you can tell that they both have something that's um they have certain qualities 
Yeah, I love how they're dates together. What else? The way she was cast as a fat friend, or they wanted her for a fat friend for something, and she was a size eight. Uh huh. And then when the costume designer was like, "Well, what do they do about your moles? Oh yeah, or your freckles." <laughs> and she's Her like, "Moles. She has so many moles. Nothing. It's and the thi- what's so funny is I never noticed them. Maybe they did cover them. Did they cover them? I'm sure they have, in, depending on the project. But that was also such an eye opener when uh, it's the ghost of Heath Ledger. <laughs> Her first job really was Freaks and Geeks when Paul Feig was like. We hired you because of how you look. Like, don't try to change. Don't diet. Oh, you don't yeah. need when to they, lose when weight. When he found out they were dieting and he's yeah. like, and he sat them down like, um, okay, hi. Um, don't do that. <laughs> so if that's, that's your first up. <laughs> big job like that, I'm sure that sticks with you. And so then when you go to other jobs and it's like, what the fuck do you mean? I'm too fat. You know, right. like she, she did luck out in that, that her first big job was with, it seems like compassionate bosses if not for james franco right who's a douche canoe so yeah so she was her her self-esteem was probably boosted and that yeah you go to another show and a costume designer says we're just gonna block you out from here her chin to here yeah to the top of her knees knees. (laughs) okay great so they'll see my feet and my nose perfect Also just made me mourn the loss of the Sackett sisters. I remember when that did not get picked up, that Tina Fey show with her and Casey Wilson. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Because I, yeah. I, I was like, so I don't remember this. Now, did they ha- a season aired? No, it, they it ordered a pilot okay. and then they didn't pick it up from there. Okay. But they were like, they were supposed to be two sisters who were estranged. But then there was some, they performed some heroic act that thrust them into the spotlight and then forced them to be with each other. At first I thought you said, they're two sisters who are strange. And I was like, ooh, good show, bitch. Strange sisters. There are these two sisters and they're strange. Okay, thank you. And also that uh, friend of hers that died in that plane crash in Detroit. Do you remember that plane crash? I do. Yeah. Yes. And then, I'm sorry, go ahead. I Googled it and her, I did see her friend's name on there, on the list of people that had died. Oh God, just a hot mess. And then she, she started to feel um, like she was a jinx because her best friends were losing their other friends. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I would get, yeah. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean it was it was enjoyable. I loved her candor. Um, if you want to uh, check it out, I would suggest if you have the time reading it because her vocal fry, honest. Although her voices, I thought were very good. Like her voice for her mother, she sounded. You know, I mean, she does that. Everyone has the same mom voice when they impersonate their mom. That sounds nothing like anyone's mom. That Midwestern, you know, oh, my mother never sounded like that. And anytime I talk about my mom, that's how I do it. But it's good. Um, And I like listening to it from the author, but the vocal fry is too much. So maybe read it. Maybe read it if you're going to check it out. It's very refreshing. It's very truthful. She holds no punches about herself or anyone else. And that's great. 
Yeah. But the girl's a hot mess. Like you'll walk away going, Jesus Christ. Yeah. There is, there are times it it feels a little like, and she freely also writes this. It's a lot of times, love me, love me, pay attention to me. I need attention. Right. And I mean, she's aware of it. Yeah. So that's great. Um, But yeah, if, if you don't have the patience for that, you could get a little... A little annoyed, a little annoyed. And she broke up with Colin Hanks. Yeah. So like, but there's so good good choices are you making? Yeah. But mm, come on. Yeah. Your father-in-law could have been Tom Hanks. What are you doing? I know. Crazy lady. Of course, then your brother-in-law would have been Chet Hanks. So you really, you're just kind of making a draw, you know? (laughs) Win, lose, or draw. (laughs) So, yeah, I think I, I, you know. I'm done talking about it. <laughs> All right. Well, that brings us to the conclusion of the Busy Phillips. This will only hurt a little. And it only hurt a little. Mm-hmm. It's 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 pretty spot on. Yeah. Um, it took me like two and a half days to read it. So yeah. it's a quick read. Um, do you know who we're doing for our big, uh, big episode? I do. For the big room. I do. Okay. Would you like me to tell you? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yes. <laughs> or do you want to just was... guess and come back next week? I know. This is who I picked. I'll be, no, that's wrong. <laughs> and come back next week having not watched any of this stuff. <laughs> I don't think I, I just watch hours and hours and hours of content that could possibly. And I'll be like, no, 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 no. No, tell me who. Next week, we're going to talk about the legendary Carol Burnett. (laughs) She is my number one of all time. Oh, lovely. She is my number one of all time. I love her more than any other actress. (laughs) Awesome. It will be a lovely discussion. If you have time, she has a couple autobiographies. Yes. So I got to go so I can start them right now. Yeah, I really want to read that one about that's all about the making of the Carol Burnett show. I forget what it's called. In Good Company or something like that. Mm, yeah, I can't remember. I'll, I'll look it up. I'll look it up here. I've read one of them and I can't remember which one because I think she has more than one. Yeah, she does. I think there's one like mainly about her daughter. But yeah, there's a lot of a lot of things out there. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Yeah, in such good company, 11 years of laughter, mayhem and fun in the sandbox is the one. Maybe I'll give try to give that a read this week. I'm so excited. All right, good. Well, that'll be us uh next week talking about Ms. Carol Blunt. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, if you want to send us an email, we are at threefunnyladies at gmail.com. And our Insta is threefunnyladies, the numeral three. Yep, in both instances. Yes, and, yes, uh, yes. we'll see you next week. Or, oh. you know, we won't see you, but you know we what I mean. See you. you know, listen, don't come for me with the semantics, okay? <laughs> don't, come don't, be so me, don't come for me, Argentina. Don't come for me, Argentina. What? <laughs> <laughs> um all right well bye okay bye um